Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the HP Podcast, your show about video games from the three most handsome boys you know. I'm Ben and with me here today is Dave. Hello, Dave. Plugged in, jacked in, Ethernet inserted into your wall. How's it going? Good. Yeah, I've, uh, you know, this whole internet thing I still think is a fad. But Mm -hmm. uh, for the time being, I'm I'm with the times. I've got internet beside me. Uh, Part of being in a new house is figuring out all the ins and outs of... uh, you know, where the cable comes into the house and all that stuff. And and this house was built in 1999, so there is a lot of phone jacks around. Yeah. I'm not used to seeing that because the, the condo I was in before was from this uh, century. So right. you didn't really see phone jacks. So it's kind of uh, it's kind of nice to be in this feeling like I'm catching up with the rest of the world. So, But they just legalized staplers here in Canada. So, I mean, we can only take so much progress at, uh, at a time. So. That's true. So you just found the random cord and you decided to try to plug into it and it worked. So all the other cable output jacks in the house like were for something else. When I spoke to my ISP when I first moved into the house, they said, yeah, no, that's for like cable TV or something. And there's there should only be one in the house that actually is live for Internet. And there was just there happened to be another one in the basement that I hadn't tried. So sure enough, I jacked into it yesterday and, uh, you did what into it. <laughs> so here's the thing is, is the one that was working from the day we moved in was fine. It was up, but it was on the top floor and it was in the bait in the nursery. So I'm like, I don't know how I feel about like, you know, the, the internet beaming out into the Wi-Fi, a, you know, yeah. 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 So I just thought, you know, I'm going to look around and see if I can find something else. And sure enough, we found one in the basement. So, yeah. yeah. So we were just talking about how great it is for Dave to be jacked in <laughs> to the internet right before. And it just, it just dipped on us. It totally, I don't know if it was his internet, our internet, uh, the website that we use, what it was. But either way, Dave, would you care to continue? Um, with your story or, or are we past the point of caring? I, I kind of don't want to say anymore because I was gloating about how proud I was of my new setup and uh, then something broke. We don't know if it was my fault. I just, you know, when things like this happen, I just like to think it, it was somehow Phil's responsibility. So yeah, yeah. just kind of go with that. A Most lot likely. of people, if their recording stopped only two minutes into it, would just say, let's start over. But not us. We no. give you the real deal here. Absolutely. Yeah. Brandon, speaking of the real deal. Sure. The slides are back. The slides the are, are back. Gone. The socks are gone. What's up, dude? Hey. We don't have to talk about feet. That's okay. Let's not. Yeah. We do it a little bit too much. Maybe not enough to some people, but that really what, depends on yeah. the perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing okay today. Allergies are in full swing, boys. Mm, so I'm, we're going to hear lots of sniffles I'm, probably. Yeah. I, I apologize. I'm a little nasally today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just want to say at the top of the show, I don't usually listen back to us talk yeah. after doing it live. Yeah. I... 
I listened to a little bit of last week's episode, and I want to personally apologize for how many times I say um when I'm talking sometimes. Yeah. Holy fuck. Un- an unfathomable amount of ums from me last week, uh, specifically in my uh, Armored Core uh, segment. Yeah. Whew. I think everybody, it was rough. everybody it was rough. has some vocal tick or something like that. They either go and they like click, make the mouth noise, right. or they say um, or they do both. Or they have long gaps. Uh, I know that I personally monitor at least somewhat right. myself. And of course, I edit more than the average bear. So like I notice it when I do it. Right. It doesn't stop me from doing it. Yeah. But I will say the people who do not ever listen to themselves speak. Are the worst. Probably could use at least once or twice hearing yeah. them, like hearing themselves back. Yeah. I think it wholly depends on what I'm talking about. I feel like I was less confident talking about Armored Core. And I'll talk more about this this week. Maybe I'll try and do less ums. Yeah. Um, but I have a... Wait, did you notice that? What? You said, I'll try to do less ums. Um, um, but I have... Oh, fuck, bro. No, it's not... I don't. Fuck. I personally don't care because that's the way in real life. I like, know. if we were just that, sitting around talking... That's true. You would be saying um. I, it, it's so only because I'm listening back. Yeah, when I, when I do editing for bigger podcasts, I go through and edit out all the ums and ahs and stuff like that. Right. But if you're like watching a video of that, it doesn't seem as bad because you have the the visual. Maybe that's it. Maybe we just need to start doing video and we'll be fine. True. True. You, you never know what's in the cards. You never but, know. Uh, I'm a little sniffly today. Feeling okay. Um, pumping my body filled with... Uh, with what? Uh, stuff that <laughs> makes me not sneeze. Okay. Um, and uh, doing okay. Nice. Doing okay today. It's funny because there might have been a whole contingent of people who listen to the show who never once realized you said, um, but I guarantee this episode, they'll be like, wow, you guys really do say I'm a lot. I think that if they would have listened to last week's episode specifically towards the what I've been playing in Uh my section, I I don't think it would be possible to not hear the ums. Maybe it's because maybe I was just being critical on myself. Yeah. We're always more critical of ourselves than other people are. Well, not always, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it depends. It depends. Right? On the yeah, day. It depends. But mm-hmm. here were the boys talking about some games. Well, this is the HP podcast. We usually talk about video games. We have some video game news. But before we get to it, I wanted to remind you uh, we have a couple new patrons this week. We appreciate that. We do have a Patreon. You can go over to patreon.com slash handsome phantom to sign up. You can sign up for as little as a dollar a month to get the show ad free. And at least a day early. A lot of times it's even earlier than that, like 29 hours, you know, can't beat that. That's value. That's value right there. 29 hours for $1 a month. 29 hours times four, really. 4.2 if you want to get technical. Dude, fucking Dave Ramsey would approve of that. Dave Ramsey yeah. would approve of that investment. It helps us support the show, the show pay for our web hosting, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And if you don't want to support us or you do want to support us and you just want to hang out, you can go over to our discord at handsome fandom handsome fandom.com slash discord we appreciate everybody who joins up over there chats with us talks with us we've got a a question that comes from the discord later in the show because there's not a whole lot to talk about so to start off the show about video games i wanted to start by this dave i mentioned right before we started that i got a new dog today and you said i want to talk about that on the show so i'm going to give you the floor now to talk about my dog on the show what What? Okay, let's. You, start. You what, what is the dog's name? You fucker. Uh, the dog's name is Roman. Roman. Is there a, is there a story behind the name Roman, or did it just kind of happen? Uh, I have a. I have like an inspiration that 
that I don't think my the wife likes. brother from GTA 4? No, but I did, I did think of that. I feel it was a cousin, but yeah, I did think of that. The real story was my kids kept coming up with names that I didn't really like. Like Duke. So finally, yeah, they came up with, yeah, Duke was their number one pick. And I was like, we're not naming it Duke. And they were like, what do you want to name it? I was like, I don't know. And I listed off like five or six names. They were like, we hate those. And I was like, okay. You're like, Duke is mayonnaise. Just, just keep thinking. And a couple days later, they were like, okay, we decided to be like Roman. I was like, okay, that's its name then. That's its name. I mean, you know, there's some inspirations all over the place, but it's a male dog then. It is a male dog. Gotcha. A boy What's, dog. What, what flavor of dog is it? Beardy. He's beardy. Yeah. Uh, it's an Airedale Terrier. He is one of those dogs that uh, look like a, uh, a fine British gentleman with the beard. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't have a beard yet because he's a puppy, but. That's pretty cool. I got to see pics, man. I gotta see so pics. was this was this planned or was it sort of the visit to the pet shop and. Uh... No. So I've always wanted the dog, but I've never really pushed it because my wife has been like semi allergic to them. Mm-hmm. And. Also, I have this thing in my head where I'm like, well, in 10 to 15 years, I'm going to be real sad. And believe it or not, I'm actually a really sensitive person and I'm very sentimental. And so I'm like, I really don't want to be sad in like another decade or so. So I, I was like not pushing it, but I would have been fine with a dog at any point. And then recently, my wife was just like, I want a dog, I want a dog. So she started looking up like, you know, there's really no such thing as hypoallergenic dogs, but as close as you can get that, you know, are easier on on the old schnoz. In the eyes. Dude. What? Gutsman Mitch is calling me right now. Gutsman Mitch? <laughs> I've never had a, had a call. I'm, so, I'm sorry to just completely derail you. That's fine. But I'm getting caller ID. Gutsman Can Mitch. you answer it on I speaker? That, that'd be good content. I don't know if that's legal in our state. It's not. Fuck. We've done it before, though. <laughs> we called GameStop once on this Legally, show. Legally, we've never done that. I'm yeah. sorry, Gutsman. It's got to wait. We're talking about the dog. <laughs> Have some respect, Mr. Mitch. So my wife started looking up dogs that she was interested in. We didn't want a small, small dog. And we also didn't want one of those dogs that are real, like, poofy. Well, they're pretty ugly petite, looking. though, aren't they? they? They don't get huge. Like 70 pounds. 70 really? to 90. Its dad was 90 pounds. But they're way bigger than I thought then. Yeah, they can be. They can be, like, I think its mom is 65 pounds. Well, that, yeah, it's still pretty Still hefty. a pretty big dog. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we didn't want, like, I mean, I would love to have, like, a Great Dane. But yeah. we didn't want something massive. Because right. it's just expensive to feed and oh, hard yeah. to take and keep around with you. And it's hard to find somebody to, like, hang out with your dog for the weekend. But, like, you know, 60, 70 pounds. It's a medium-sized and dog. And they're really, really docile. They're really tame. Like, even today, my my sister and her family came over uh, to meet the dog. And uh, the kids are – her kids are, like, under five. And he was just chilling, just hanging yeah. out. He's real, He's only seven weeks old. He's just – yeah, dude. So anyway, she started looking it up and I was like, we went to we went to look at it. She's like, should we get it? And I was like, do you want it? She's like, I, I, I don't know. Do you think we should? I'm like, I am not making this decision because I've told you forever. I wanted a dog. And if the, if you end up regretting this decision, you're going to be the one who makes it. Not me. Right. She goes, OK, we're getting it. Give her the money. <laughs> I was like, there okay. you go. So, yeah, show me. The so, yeah, money. It, it wasn't planned more than like a few weeks, but we knew about two and a half weeks ago we were getting it. Well, getting them. So, Very yeah. cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Exciting times for the family. Big pause on the dog. Here, here, Dave, you can't really see, but there there he is. Dude, and the audience horrible. surely can't see. I gotta see. Very yeah. cute. He's very cute. Oh, very my cute. goodness. You'll have to drop that in the Discord. And for How those precious. of you who aren't there yet, there's a reason to join up. That's yeah. right. More That's than right. ever. All right. We now, did get some cat photos in the Discord. Always we did, ap- yeah. Always appreciate the pet photos. I'm just going to say it 
since we're talking about it, since Ben may or may not be posting a pet photo. We'll see. Love to see the animals in the Discord. Yeah. Love it. The middle name is Numeral. Should I call back Mitch? It's not really. His <laughs> <laughs> name is Roman Numeral. <laughs> yeah, you should call back Mitch later. <laughs> Guys, uh, okay, well, let's get into the video games. Number one. PlayStation Plus games have been announced, and I just put the link here because I was too tired to write them all out. This is actually a sad story. This is a sad story? Yeah. By relation. What? Dude, one of the games. Well, let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to read this whole thing, but the games are Saints Row for PS4 and PS5, Black Desert Traveler's Edition for PS4, technically. Josh's favorite game. Uh, Well, that was Black Desert Online, right? (laughs) Yeah. This is an MMORPG still, but it's uh, it's different. And Generation Zero. Dude, I was asking you about this game a couple weeks ago. Were you? Yeah, so I was like, have you ever heard of this? And you're like, no. Oh. I was like, it looks kind of cool. I might get it. Okay. Now, Brandon, you said it was a sad story. Yeah. I want you to talk about it. Um, Here you go, putting me on the spot. Dude, oh, Mitch left me a voicemail. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the developer, what is it? it? Starts with a V. Volition. Volition, dude. The big bad boogeyman of the corporate overlords um, shut down Volition. That's right. Um, it's a very sad day. It was kind of all encompassing, and it was immediate. And Ben, you have an article pulled up, so I don't know if you want to read a little excerpt from that. But we can kind of riff off. That, sure. But. Yeah, I didn't actually write this up, but uh, here it is from TheVerge.com. Volition, makers of Red Faction and Saints Row, is shutting down for good. In the post, the company explained that the reason for Volition's closure was tied to parent company Embracer's group new restructuring program. Quote, this past June, Embracer Group announced a restructuring program to strengthen Embracer and maintain its position as a leader in the video game industry. As part of that program, they evaluated strategic and operational goals and made the difficult decision to close the Volition down effective immediately. Effective, effective immediately. immediately. That's a lot of jobs there. That's tough, That's man. Shut down. And they've been... a pretty good studio over the years but all it takes is one saints row dude you know in this new era of embracer uh that's the problem man it's really sad to see that a legacy um can be shut down via one huge stinker now i i don't want to dismiss how many problems that the new saints row had um clearly it has Mm -hmm. but um yeah it's so sad i couldn't imagine i don't know i'm sure online there is a number um of how many people did lose their job, but I would imagine it's pretty substantial. Uh, and to have something be effective immediately, um, I really wonder what kind of notice was given. Um, so Sounds like it was immediate. Yeah, founded notice. back in 1993. Yep. Man, that fucking sucks. 30 years of making games. Well, they started out making the Descent games. Did you ever play Descent? I don't think I did. Good games. Real but, good games. Yeah, it's sad to see. I, I talked about Saints Row on the show a while back. I kind of peeped back into saints row the third or the fifth i don't fucking remember which one it is there's a bunch of them yeah um but yeah this new one was the like the reboot that they tried to go i don't remember everything that was involved but basically it was just like we're not the saints row you used to know we're cool (laughs) and edgy and not at all offensive but that is the saints row Right. No. Dave, um, <laughs> have you played Saints Row for the Switch yet? Is it is it, <laughs> is out it there? Any good? No. It seems like Saints a game Ro- you would play on Switch. No. Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh I I have not uh dabbled in the Saints Row uh series. I always found it a little bit too uh out there for me. Like it mm-hmm. was a bit too wacky and stuff. Um 
Plus, I was the kind of guy who was like, anything that's like trying to be GTA, I don't want to play. And like Sleeping Dogs is a good example. That's a game I completely skipped on and took me yeah. a long time to get into. So yeah, Saints Row, not for me, especially when it's like a really bad Saints Row. So I yeah. think it's when I saw the dildos as a weapon that I was like, yeah, that's Dude, funny, can, but I'm good. <laughs> you can do that in GTA, though. Can you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, bro. San Andreas, it, it, you know. in the police station bathroom, there's a dildo. Isn't that hilarious? I love that they did that. In the one police station bathroom, you can I get don't the remember dildo. That. Yeah. All yeah, so I'm. I think I'm good with dildos as like Easter eggs, but when there's like primary <laughs> gameplay mechanics built around like like Costco sized dildos, that's when I'm a little. Can yeah. you upgrade the value the, the the dildo to like make it like bendier or firmer Can or you add veins to it? Yeah, girthy yeah. boy. It's like plus um, two attack. <laughs> and I know this is kind of old news, but I I know we didn't talk about it, and it's just very sad to see. And this is uh, kind of the landscape we live in now, um, especially with some of these massive corporations you know i would almost rather see them get dissolved into other branches of embracer Mm -hmm. than them just be completely shit canned i mean this is and maybe some of them will who knows you would hope but this is probably the saddest outcome that could happen sure period um so it's not hey we're putting this on the back burner for a while and we're going to dissolve it it's just like you know they ate it they just (laughs) took it out and they fucking murdered it they, like a, they really shrewded that one up dude they like old yellered that shit <laughs> for real um well but, i'll make you feel a little better brandon yeah on the same day that the ps plus games were announced including saints row that's when they also announced that volition was shutting down yeah i know dude and then <laughs> is that awful number two the next thing they announced on the same day was that Sony is increasing the price of its 12-month PlayStation oh, Plus subscriptions yay. across all tiers starting in September. And I think that is already active uh, either today or tomorrow. Tomorrow. Today is the last day. The Essential, the, the, the poor subscription that I have, is going from $59.99 US to $79.99. The Plus, which is the middle one where I think you get the most value really, is going from $99.99 to $134.99. So from 100 to 135. And then the premium where you get the old, old titles as well, at least some of them, is going from 120 to 160. So the essential is going up uh, essentially 30, no, $20 a year. The extra is going up $35 a year. And the premium is going up $40 a year. Yeah, 40 bucks a year. Jesus Christ. These changes are set to take effect on September 6th. Sony stated that the price adjustment is aimed at allowing them to continue offering high-quality games and added benefits through the PlayStation Plus subscription program, such as the notable Saints Row by Volition. (laughs) Existing 12-month subscribers will see these prices increase on their next subscription renewal if it occurs on or after November 6th. However, any changes made to the membership, such as upgrades, downgrades, or additional time purchases, will be subject to the new prices starting September 6th. This price increase applies globally and prices in other regions such as Europe and the UK are also set to rise. Dave, as the only one of us who has the the three of us who has the strength to dip in and out of these subscription services, Brandon and I are very much, uh, I'm just going to have it and it's not going to be something I think about. But you're the smart one uh, who actually (laughs) pays when you're going to actually use it. How are you feeling about this? Uh, not good. I was already having a hard time finding myself, um, being sold on PlayStation plus 
Um, I'm already really sour on it, having spent $100 on Call of Duty earlier this year. And like I because I decided to let my PlayStation Plus lapse, I can't play multiplayer. And if I want to, I have to spend more money, which I don't know. I'm just really sour. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I don't want to play Warzone, especially now because of how sweaty it is. But I don't know. It's just this this idea that you 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 know you can buy something but then you have to pay more to play part of it it just bothers me and even though there are things that tempt me from the service it's it's just i don't know i i don't like i don't like this where this kind of stuff is going um i will say that i think playstation plus has gotten considerably better since it first launched you know i think the catalog um, at launch was a little bit poor, but you know they've added some considerable heavy hitters to at least the middle tier ones, such as uh, I think Ratchet and Clank is on there. I think Horizon is on there, um, Forbidden West, um, amongst a couple other things. So you know if you're just getting into the PlayStation ecosystem, I think it's a good thing to try, and I think their strategy is to get those new people to just sign up, and then that's just how they game and spend their money. But um, yeah, no, it was a hard sell for me before, and these new prices make it even more difficult for me to want to uh, to jump in. And I brought this up before, and a lot of people in the in you know the Discord and you guys kind of mentioned CD keys. Unfortunately, CD keys in Canada just sucks. Like it, oh. it just doesn't have the deals that I think you guys get in the states. So I can't really rely on that. So yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 definitely not going to be jumping back into playstation plus anytime soon real quick a little bit of self-promotion since you mentioned cd keys there is also a website called aniba e-n-e-b-a and they're very similar to cd keys in a lot of ways they usually actually have little better deals by 20 30 cents you know whatever um but i have an affiliate membership there so if there's ever anything you're looking for okay out there just hit me up in the discord i'll send you my affiliate link i don't know i think i get like three percent I think I've sent the link out twice, but they have like a, I think I've made like a dollar fifty in the last two years because I never remember to promote it. Yeah. But anyway. I, I love the gray market. I love it. It's not really a gray market though. It isn't. Aniba's legit. Yeah. They get actual like codes from either like, uh, you know, publishers have too many. Right. And they, they want to put them on there to get people playing the game or, you know, they're, they're people who buy them you know, get $10 off with this credit card. So they put them up there for $5 off, whatever. So they're, they're, uh, I've seen them on a list of approved vendors from many different publishers. Uh, in addition to that, not so, so anyway, Aniba affiliate code, Ben, remember that just ask me for it. I'll, I'll hook you up. Anyway, the thing I was thinking is that I understand that the prices have to go up. $20. They go up from from 60 okay for the base tier bring it up to 70 that's fine bring it up to 80 though like that's a 20 percent increase a 30 percent increase that's a lot in my opinion it is a lot for me i almost never we are not the target audience for this as dave was getting to like uh, the three of us and people who listen to the show i would call more like enthusiast gamers we're gonna play whatever we want to play if we can afford it at the time we'll play the newest game whatever if you're somebody, if you're like the hundreds of people that we all work with, right, who are just like, yeah, I play video games. I've got a PS3 and like, oh, I play that with my kid on the weekends. We play Mac. Like if you're that person, then the the middle tier, the PlayStation Plus Extra, 135 bucks a year. You don't need to 
actually buy any games. You've got this huge back catalog. You've got brand new games coming to it pretty frequently. It's a pretty good deal, in my opinion, especially if you're going to play online. So I think that's a good thing. I still wish it didn't go up $35. But for $135, you're really looking at like, you know, a little over two brand new games a year. Right. So that's not a bad deal if you're somebody who doesn't need to play the newest thing. But I just think that the, the price increases, especially once you get to the premium tier, going up 40 bucks is a, is insane. Yeah. For the the premium tier doesn't offer that much For more the in classics? my opinion. The classics, yeah, and there's yeah, like, not really I mean, there are things there that I like. They're fine. Yeah. It's not like $40 a year though. I don't think. I, I don't mean, know. <laughs> probably yeah, if if you're somebody who's only playing out of those catalogs, it probably is worth it. Yeah. But for the enthusiasts, the people who actually pay attention to the prices, the real gamers, the real gamers, <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. So calm down, everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to pay it because, as Dave mentioned, you need it for online play, which I pretty much only play single player on PlayStation. But that's dude, a different story. That's what I was going to say. And the cloud saves. Yeah, that doesn't bother me so much. I I've had a couple instances where for whatever reason my save disappeared and I needed the cloud save and had to go in and get it and it was I was like wow I'm really glad I have PlayStation Plus. Yeah. If I had to go back now would I be like wow I'm really glad I paid $80 for that. I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm really glad I paid $80 to get that 4 hours of Ghost of Tsushima back that I lost somehow. Yeah, that's kind of a tough sell. I don't sell. know. That's a tough sell. Honestly, I think that at this point with how I've been playing I have played my PlayStation, like, what did I have last year? Like 3,000 hours or something by the end of the year on my PlayStation. That's a lot of hours, dude. Dude, I swear to God, I could pull it up after the show, but I'm pretty sure it was close to that. That's a lot of hours. Um, I'm not shaming you. I'm I'm not going to have almost, I'm going to have like, I don't even know that I'm going to make a third of that if I keep pace for the rest of the year. Because you're playing on PC more? I'm pl- I'm pl- I've am i played on my Xbox and my PC more than I have my PlayStation in the past six, six seven months. Right. 100%. So, I mean, I... And I even considered not up, up, upgrading my uh, PlayStation Plus altogether. Yeah. Um, The last time I did it, I was just going to wait. Yeah. And I think it's finally going to be the time. I didn't think this would happen with PlayStation. If you asked me in the PS4 era, yeah. and I didn't have a PC then. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be time to either... Buy it on deep discount on cheap ass gamer, uh-huh. um, or the month that I've wanted, I buy it. And that's it. That really is, in my opinion, the way. If you're not someone who plays online all the time, is and you don't need that game catalog, is if you need it for that month, get it. Yeah. It's more expensive by month, but if you're someone who doesn't have it for the whole year, then it's definitely cheaper. Yeah, overall. Yeah. So yeah, and you miss out on those free games, but I mean. Well, if you miss out on Saints Row, I mean, what are you going to do? The thing about, and this has always bugged me about these subscription services and always will. With that said, I love subscription services for games. I play way more games with them than I would otherwise, but I just hate the fact that I've got like literally 10 years of games because I think I've maybe had like one or two lapses in 10 years. I've got all these games that I potentially could play but if I don't have PlayStation Plus, you can't I just them. don't get them. I don't own them. They're not really yours. They're not really mine. Yep. So you're paying for the privilege to play them. I'm paying for the privilege to look at them in my game library and then realize that I don't actually want to play them. Yeah. That's what I do a lot. It's a 
It's a sad world we live in. Any other thoughts, gentlemen, on on this or any other subscription service or price increase or anything? The rent is too damn high. The rent is too damn high. I like it. Number three. Nintendo, we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago. Nintendo has decided to keep the new voice actor for Mario a secret until players see the credits of Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Charles Martinet, a legendary voice actor who has portrayed Mario since 1994, announced earlier this year that he would be stepping down from the role. While fans have had mixed reactions to this change, Nintendo is keeping the new voice actor's identity a mystery until the game's release on October 20th. This decision adds an element of surprise for players and maintains the anticipation for the new voice of Mario. I don't really know that we have a lot to talk about with this. I just figured it would be good to follow up. Dave, we've, uh, we've you know, kind of guessed around what they were going to do. Turns out, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, we're going to find out. That new Mario is going to get his cherry popped. We're going to find out who he is. Yeah, and uh, it's anybody's guess who it's going to be. Um, I I suspect that they won't want to rock the boat too much, and and Mario is not going to have many voice lines, and it's it's probably going to be something pretty similar to what Charles Martinet used to do. Yep. Uh, I do want to address something really quickly because when we talked about this last week, I kind of alluded to the next mainline kind of Super Mario title, or sorry, Mario title, and I completely forgot, or I never actually realized that Super Mario. Uh, bros wonder was a thing mm-hmm. um i like to think that like the mainline mario games these days are the 3d ones yeah and and the 2d kind of side scrolling is i know they're extremely popular and i know they sell a lot and people love them but i always think of like the side scrolling as kind of like the spin-offs or sort of the other thing at the moment so um but yeah in any case it's going to be interesting to see who they actually uh who they actually kind of shovel in there but I suspect it will be something that isn't much different. Someone kind of imitating what Charles Martinet does. But again, Mario really doesn't have that many lines. It's it's not uh, it's not something where uh, you know who whoever is doing his voice. It's it's not going to be like Solid Snake uh, going from David Hayter to Kiefer Sutherland kind of thing. Right. So, uh, but that's that's another example where I mean they switched it up, and when Kiefer Sutherland stepped in. Snake had barely any voice lines, um, and th- that might have been a cost-saving thing. But, um, yeah, I think they're going to keep keep it pretty safe and, and not really rock the boat too much. Brandon, what would you do if we get Super Mario Wonder? Yeah. You put your, you put it into your stinky Switch, you fire it up, and Mario's like, what's up, bitch? What's up? Dude, that'd be amazing. I was thinking Justin Rowland kind of falling on hard times. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe he scoops this role up it's possible hey he was cleared he's fine he's that's what i'm saying yeah. dude get him in as mario hey what's up guys <laughs> uh, yeah it'll be interesting to see who it is and it's in all honesty it's probably some random dude we've never heard of i mean there's a pretty good chance of that right probably apparently they did have i didn't watch it because i you know i'm i'm on like blackout for any games i'm actually interested in but Apparently, they did have a uh, a Mario Wonder Direct, which really? a lot of people really liked what they saw. And then there's a rumor that there's going to be another Direct soon, which I don't know really what it could be other than just like another, like, here's all of our upcoming games or, you know, new Switch hardware, new, yeah. new Nintendo hardware coming. Dude, it just might be. I know, be. I know everyone was very excited about Elephant Mario. Yeah. Um, but... To, and why wouldn't you be I mean, really you know so, so they're essentially implying that the new voice is going to be revealed in the credits of wonder well they're just saying that they're not announcing who it is it's just going to be here's a new game and 
if you watch the credits, you'll find out who that person was. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I'm sure before the game even comes out, we're going to have people telling us who it was because they got their hands on an early copy or whatever. Yeah. Dave, it's interesting to me, not to harp on this too long, but we don't have any other news items. It's interesting to me that uh, what you said is sounds anathema to me, but it sounds what? What like, the fuck did like, you just say? <laughs> it sounds like gross to me, but it's true that I don't consider the 2D side scrollers like you don't think of those as mainline, but well, really they are. Yeah, but they're yeah. kind of not. N- Nintendo only does one big Mario per generation. Right. All the other ones are just like... But the heritage of Mario is in 2D. Yeah, but I think it's evolved to 3D after 64. No, I I, I agree with you. And I I'm think so they, will, they will ideally... This doesn't always seem to be the case, but I think they will ideally launch a, a flagship system with a 3D Mario game. And I think... The last 10 to 15 years, they've kind of reserved the 2D games for like the handheld stuff. So, right. um, Yeah. But again, they they sell like gangbusters and people love them. So, um, but I I just kind of wonder what is going to be that killer app for this new Switch if it is announced at this next direct. Like, is there another like 3D Mario game that's just kind of waiting to be announced? Um, again, I've said this before, but I suspect there'll be some sort of enhancement to Tears of the Kingdom. Sure. So it, it's I want to know what they have uh, lying in wait. Um, I really hope Metroid is in there. Um, yeah. Because yeah. again, that's another example. If you've got something like Metroid Dread, but then you know the the Metroid Prime stuff. That's like the that's that's the flagship uh, sure. Metroid stuff. So I think yeah. that Metroid. If I had to guess, Metroid, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. And Tears of the Kingdom are all going to be like cross-gen games. Yeah. Because Nintendo has a habit of, you know, putting out decently sized games at the end of a life cycle of a console. And that console is going to have a few years left in it, but they're also going to make it available for the, they're going to port it to the new system. Yeah. And it would not surprise me at all if that happens. Are we going to get Tears of the Kingdom DLC announced by the end of the year? Well, Um, the last one came out in May, March. And we saw DLC announced at that Game Awards that year. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we'll probably see it. It's even if it doesn't come out to like fall 2024. Sure. I would imagine we see something by the end of the year. Absolutely. Something. I would think so. Yeah. Especially with already having what close to 40 million units moved. Crazy. There's no chance they're not doing DLC. Yeah. Zero percent chance. Yeah. Well, that's really it for the news. We got a question from the Discord. And you can uh, you can feel free to jump in and ask questions in the Discord if you like over at handsomefandom.com slash Discord. This one's from Edwin. And it says, what are games... I'm, I'm paraphrasing here a little bit. What are games you feel like you know you haven't gotten to yet but don't want to end the year without having touch base? And I'm going to add either haven't gotten to yet or know you're not going to get to um, by the end of the year. Dave, we'll start with you. And yours is especially tricky because not only do you have a new baby coming, you also have to beat Gran Turismo uh, on the most difficult level or else <laughs> you have to play Redfall. So yeah. what, um, what are things you're going to get to? So I just have to clarify the question. Is it games from this year that I've missed or just kind of like standouts from my backlog? Uh, he didn't really specify, but I'm going to say just anything you don't want to end this calendar year without having at least gotten to. Yeah, so I think the big ones that actually came out this year 
um, our Jedi survivor. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really waited on, on fallen order and I think I got it at $20 and I'm this being an EA game, I, I suspect will be that low sometime soon. Uh, but I still like, I'm, I'm constantly thinking about it. Um, I think I'm going to jump back on Disney plus soon as well. And I know there's a bunch of, like I have star Wars stuff that I want to watch. So I think once I start catching up on on the star Wars content on Disney plus, I'll want to really get back into Jedi survivor. Yeah. The other one from this year is, um, resident evil four remake. Um, I was really high on this game and just couldn't find the time to play it. And, you know, I know once we get to Halloween, I'm, really going to be itching to play something in the horror genre and i think this is probably going to be it so i think the two big ones for me jedi survivor resident evil 4 remake um and honorable mention this technically is from december uh of last year but uh, midnight suns um i know ben you you've put quite a bit of time into this game in the last little while but uh this is not the kind of game i normally play um but it's there's just something about it that keeps you know keeps me thinking about it so i think of the three of those i'll probably only get to one but i think those are the three that are that are kind of number one or sorry at the top of the list so yeah yeah i'll I'll go ahead and go i got a i got an early gift from bethesda they sent me um starfield so i i of course had to bail out of Baldur's Gate 3, which I was at the end point. I was at Act 3, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But I was starting Act 3, and then I got the Starfield code, and I was like, well, I'm playing Starfield. So I want to make sure I get back and finish Baldur's Gate 3 because it is such a phenomenal game. I want to finish it. Um, I want to go back. Uh, I know it just came out, but I want to make sure I hit Sea of Stars uh, this year. I'm wondering if I'm going to have time for Mario Wonder this year. I, I know that it's... It's probably going to I'm probably going to buy it right when it releases because it's a Nintendo game. You might as well buy it or else, you know, you risk not finding it in stores, but it's not going to go down in price. So I'm going to check that out, uh, hopefully by the end of the year. And then um, I want to finish up Midnight Suns, as Dave mentioned. I haven't played that in close to a month. I want to finish up Dave the Diver, which I played some of, and it's so good that I want to make sure I get back to it. And... Uh, my other one was was uh, Jedi Survivor. And then, oh my God, I don't think I'm going to get through any of these. Mirage, Assassin's Creed Mirage. I don't think I'm going to be able to play that on day one either, just with the, the lineup of other things. So I've got a lot I've got to get to. I don't know that I'm going to get to them all by the end of the year, but I would definitely like to at least dabble in the majority of those. See, when when I get time to play a game, I want like, I'm not somebody who can juggle three or four games. I can juggle two games. Maybe even two games and a live service game. Like I can play, you know, Call of Duty or Sea of Thieves or something like that while also playing a single player game. But I don't think I can play. I can't play like three or four single player games. I got to I got to beat one before I can move on to the next one. Yeah. Brandon, what are your what are games you want to make sure you uh you, t- you rub up against before the end of the year? Dude, I feel <laughs> like I kind of <laughs> I feel like I kind of missed out. Um, Wulong. Mm. Fallen Dynasty. I yeah, it was a game that kind of just got lost in the shuffle for me. I I started it and never really quite finished, and I enjoyed the time I had with it. So um, I feel like I probably should see it through to the end. Yeah, um, we did play a little bit of that, Ben. Yeah, we did. Um, it was it was. I had fun with it. Yeah. No, and and Team Ninja has made some of my um, favorite Dark Souls ripoffs. Period. Sure. Um. So yeah, I'm 
I'm really needing to get back to that. And one that I've not started at all, but I think I probably should having, you know, being someone who loves fighting games, I feel like I should try Street Street Fighter Six. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, because everyone has talked so insanely highly about it. And uh I really I own Street Fighter Five. Mm-hmm. I actually have never played it. I literally I think I remember when you bought it. I I bought it on like super deep Black Friday discount. It was yeah. it was like twenty bucks, I think. Yeah. I don't even know that I opened it. I remember you saying this isn't leaving the plastic wrap anytime it, soon. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. might still be in the plastic, but um especially with some of the new features they added. Mm-hmm. Um and being able to walk in the world and seeing how cool uh the campaign is and a lot of people talking about it who might not even be that interested in fighting games. Someone who is interested in fighting games, me. I yeah. feel like I should definitely give it a go. Um, and I think a lot of people would echo that as well. But yeah. those were really my two big ones. Okay. I was going to say Pikmin 4, but I don't really want to play that. Yeah, I would like to play Pikmin, but that is not a game that is at all. There's no rush for me at all. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I would enjoy playing it at some point, but I definitely don't feel like I need to play it by the end of the year. Oh, shit. I forgot to mention Armored Core. I want to play Armored Core. Yeah, dude, you're fucking up. There is no way I'm getting to all these games you by the end of the year. Fucking is there anything up. coming out in the first third of next year? There has to be. God. GCA 6. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even imagine. It's fine. I'll have probably 15 years to play that game. So I'll be fine. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Well, speaking of games that we haven't gotten to or that we don't think we're going to get to and we want to, what are games that we have gotten to? Brandon, we'll, we'll bring it back to you and start sure. with you. What have you been playing? Uh, so I haven't played Armored Core in the past week, and I just want to talk about that just very briefly. It sucks, right? Um, you hate it. No, dude, I like it. Uh, I think the landscape that I'm in currently, if I had no other games, I feel like I would be so hot in this game right now. Yeah. But Boulder Skate has really just encompassed me. Yeah. <laughs> as a being. Enveloped. As, as, far as, a, as, as far as games go right now. But uh, I will say notably for me, I definitely, definitely do not like it as much as something like Elden Ring. First hardcore, correct. Okay, I do not like it as much. Yeah, it's um, a very different kind of game. Yes, very different in many ways. I talked about it, right. but um, still enjoying it nonetheless. I think I'm. There's five acts. I'm on the second act, so I'm a little less than halfway done with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll be playing more this week, um, and we'll kind of see where we go from there. But. Uh, Boulders Gate 3 is still good as ever. Yeah. I I don't understand how the quality keeps up. Like, Act 1, loved it, was really interested in what was going on. Act 2, in a different way, and I don't want to say it's better or worse, but it's just, like, just as high quality and interesting Yes, as the first act. And I'm like, I was expecting for there to be, like, a lull. And even the side shit I'm doing, I'm like, yep. wow, if I would have missed this, I would have been pissed off if if someone told me, hey... You know, you got to talk to this interesting thing and do this interesting side quest. I would have been pissed that I missed it. Sure. And I'm so glad I'm being thorough. I'm um, taking my time. I'm probably about 40 plus hours in now. Um, I've played a lot. That's actually all I've been playing yeah. um, over the past week. So, yeah, it's been really, really fun. Um, I think I'm pretty well into Act 2. I think I'm pretty close to Act 3. Yeah maybe like 10 or less hours. Like I said, I'm being very thorough. I'm taking my time. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Part of me has considered multiple times buying this on console. Mm, Yeah. I I don't think I should, but but I kind of want to. I haven't seen anyone complaining that has been playing on console, which is great. 
but I have seen some videos of people comparing the two, like elite, just the movements right. and the controls. And I think if you were to go, if you were to play it, n- never having played it on PC, if you were just to go and play it on PS5, or I guess it's coming to Xbox, you'd probably be totally fine. Mm. But I have a feeling that after playing it with mouse and keyboard, trying to play it then on controller would be hellish, would be harder yeah. because it doesn't, it works, but it doesn't flow the same, obviously. Yeah. And so I'm sure there's nothing wrong with the controller version if that's the way you start playing it. But I feel like it's a downgrade if you do play because it's it's literally made for computers. <laughs> yeah. Like it's yeah. not there's no question about that. Yeah. So but I probably won't, but I've enjoyed the game enough that I've considered purchasing it twice. Sure. So if that's any sort of mark on how I feel about it, um, we can't quite get into the game of the year uh, realm quite yet, but um, we can't. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good about the Bob Walters game as well. I'm feeling pretty good. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll save some of the conversation for later in the year. Um, but I still have to beat some of the stuff that came out. Yeah. So, but that's it. That's okay. literally it. Um, okay. Nothing else, man. Dave. Almost, just BG3. Just BG3. Yeah. Dave, uh, it says you've been playing Sea of Stars. Let's hear about it. Yeah, so I, I haven't had a ton of time to play games, uh, but what I have has been Sea of Stars. And I'm like, I don't have the stamina that a lot of other gamers have, and I usually kind of tap out like an hour, an hour and a half when I play uh-huh. games. But uh, Sea of Stars was keeping me for like three, four hours every time I was playing it. Nice. Um, which is interesting because, again, this isn't the kind of game that I normally play, but it's just like... I think the dungeons that I played through so far are just like the perfect length. I think that amount of time you have to spend in kind of hub towns, like uh, going through narrative with new characters and stuff is just the perfect length. And like, I never felt like I've done anything for too long where I'm just like, "Ah, I want to move along and and get to a dungeon or, or upgrade some stuff or whatever. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, Obviously Starfield, is uh, I'm going to be playing it like right after we finish recording today. So I don't know how much time I'm going to have to go back, but um, yeah, I'm just, I kind of want to see it through to the end and, 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 you know, kind of get through it. So Sea of Stars is, is a really fun game. I'm really enjoying it. If you have game pass, it's a no brainer. If you don't have game pass and like these kind of games or just want something that's kind of endearing and nostalgic, um, then it's, I, I would definitely say this is worth a buy. Uh, from what I've seen, the game takes around 20 hours to get through and even more if you want to do side stuff and kind of see all the secrets and stuff. So well worth a buy, uh, even if you uh, don't have Game Pass. So yeah, Sea of Stars, definitely worth checking out for pretty much anybody. I'm looking forward to you. I, I really hope you sneak this in soon, Ben, because I'm, yeah. I'm curious to see your thoughts. So I yeah. know it's going to be a game I love because just the style of game it is and I played the demo and it was amazing and but yeah it's just a matter of of when to slide it in there so so for me uh, a portion of last week a couple days I was still playing Baldur's Gate and I think it was Thursday that patch two came out and I was like great so I installed it obviously and I was at the point where I had like one or two more things to do in act two and then I could move to act three. So I finished or not that I could do, but that I wanted to do. Uh, So I finished up those things in act two, hit save, went forward into act three. There's a very like clear delineation. And I was just greeted with a complete and utter slideshow. 
it was like maybe 10 minutes into act three. And I, so I was like, oh, that's weird. So I shut down the game. I reloaded it. Same thing. I backed up to an older save in one of the other acts. It was Sorry, totally you're, fine. You're saying frame rate issues? It was frame rate and performance just in okay. general. I'm talking like during these hub towns, I was getting like 10 frames a second. I went in, I had everything like set to high. So I turned everything down to the lowest possible it could go. I switched it from 1440 down to 1080. I went and reinstalled all the files and reinstalled the patch and everything else. Same shit. Drivers? So I, my drivers are updated. Fuck. I don't know if this is a local install problem because, frankly, I haven't really looked into it that much uh, because I was ready. I was like, okay, I can play Starfield tonight. But I was not very happy. Maybe that was Wednesday even. I don't know. But I was not very happy. And I was like, well, it's good that I'm right at the beginning of Act 3 because it's like an easy place just to jump right back in. Yeah. But I was very pissed because I was like, I really, this isn't what I wanted. Like, I wanted this game to be, I wanted to be able to play it. Come on. And uh, so I don't, again, I don't know. I don't know if that's a widespread thing, but I did before that hear issues with Act 3, and I heard that this patch was going to fix a lot of them. It either broke it or it's even worse than I expected. So hopefully that gets resolved or I get it resolved on my end or whatever uh, in the coming days. So anyway, then I jumped into Starfield and... I don't really know how to approach a discussion about Starfield because it's so gigantic. So I want you guys to feel free to, I mean, as always, but to ask questions, to get clarifications, uh, whatever, and just interrupt me if you want to. But Starfield, been waiting a long time for it. We've said for a long time it was going to be amazing. We knew it was just going to be a Bethesda game in space, and that's exactly what it is. And I know that sounds like a negative to many people, to me, that's a complete positive. It, I've always enjoyed Bethesda games, except for Redfall, which uh, wasn't really a Bethesda <laughs> game, but you know, whatever. It's Bethesda Game better. Studios games. And I uh, I don't know, man. I don't even know where to start with this game. It's a little slow starting out, but that did not bother me at all because I don't need giant RPGs to be balls to the wall from the word go. Um, it's very deep. There's a lot of systems. I did not feel as though they were difficult to learn up front. Um, there were a couple things that I was like conflicted on. Do I do this or that? The character creator, I probably spent an hour in and I got done and I was like, man, I could have spent more time in there if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the missions are, constant you can you can basically walk by someone and pick up a side quest which is a little overwhelming but again you don't have to do them the menu separates out all the different like main story or faction story or you know whatever separates it all out um there are a lot of loading screens but they're very quick and most of that is your ship when you're traveling from place to place uh from different star systems or whatever Turns out you don't have to use the quick travel. You can actually fly there, but it takes literally hours. Yeah. Um, so that's up to you how you want to spend your time. If you want to actually fly there, you're more than welcome to. Highly discouraged. But I would not encourage it. I don't know why people are complaining about that. Question for you. Yes. You said I can interrupt Absolutely, you. please. So I've heard some people say online, and I don't know if, if you've felt this way, and I'm not going to talk about all the 
dog shit. I mean, feel free. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm. I am. You. By the way, if you want to talk about it, I'm okay with affirming or denying it based on my experience. Right. So, have you felt that it's been beneficial or non-beneficial to mainline the game? Because I've heard some discourse saying that this is the sort of game, unlike every Bethesda game that's ever been made, it makes the most sense. Now, I, that's obviously up to interpretation, right? Yep. But I've heard a lot of people say it's very beneficial, unlike other games, to just stick with the main stuff mostly. Yep. I'm, I'm not saying do nothing, but what I'm saying is that it seems more than any other game that I've seen from this developer that it makes the most sense to just play the story first. So I am someone in Bethesda games that normally plays the main story primarily. Oh, oh really? It's like the last thing I do. Usually. Yeah. But with that said, any side quests that seem interesting, I will always go do them. But I just don't feel obligated to do like a thousand fetch quests for people. And I heard that same discourse before this game was available to me. And I was like, I'm just okay, cool. I can mainline the story. And as I was doing that, I was constantly being like, oh, well, that would be cool. I'm going to go do that instead. Right. So the reason that people keep based from what I can tell, the reason people are saying to mainline the story is apparently New Game Plus and this hopefully I mean, this is probably a spoiler, but everybody out there has already seen it. New Game Plus changes it somehow. Oh, does it? Okay. But I've not seen how and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't want to know how. And for me, I'm like, well, what if it changes it and I don't like it? Like, right. what if I want to keep playing the main game the way that, the way that I want to play it? Right. Uh, how, I want to complete everything and then do New Game Plus and play it again or whatever. What? Sorry, Dave. How has uh, your experience been with bugs? Bethesda jank. The only real bugs I've had, uh, one time I talked to a guy who was clearly supposed to be standing on a podium and he was um, floating. And then another time I walked in and there was a guy's head buried into a chair. He was dead and like the physics put his head in the chair. And then another time I shot a predator um, animal out of the air and it flew like out of the atmosphere. But that's it. Another question. Nothing breaking performance performance here here's my problem before you start there's this video i keep seeing from ign uh-huh no 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 not ign i think it's kind of funny okay xbox series s in quotes this is exactly with silky smooth xbox series x silky smooth pc silky smooth are they just fucking like lying straight up because that's not what i've seen from a lot of people so silky smooth i guess is up to interpretation yeah, but my first couple nights playing um, when I was on a planet that was not the main planet, like your home, not your home planet, but like, you know, the, the big base anywhere else. I was hitting like 80 frames if it was just like an open planet. And that's like the top end of what my, what my machine was doing. I had everything on like ultra. Yeah. And then I started getting into some more places where there were more people and more mobs and more animals and stuff like that. And I was pretty much hitting 60. And there have been a few towns that I've gone into where it pops down to like 30 to 40. So my question is... But it's been stable. Does Kind of Funny know what Silk is? Well, there's a difference here. (laughs) Because that doesn't sound like Silk. I have no idea. And I think here's the thing. I have a frame rate monitor on. Right. And I'm mostly 
so I'm playing on a 3060 Ti and a processor that is a little bit underpowered for that for that graphics card. So my experience is not top of the line. But and I'm playing in 1440. But I went in and this is after I screen shared with you the other yeah, night. Yeah. I went in and took like two or three settings down. I still have like everything on mostly on high, except for like some shadows I brought down the medium and everything else. And my frame rate in like if my frame rate is 80 here, it's going to stay between 78 and 82. It doesn't it's smooth in that sense. If my frame rate is 30, it's going to stay at 30. So it's not incredibly above. variable. The frame rate when it is changing is not changing in that environment. But other environments could drastically affect the performance in general, you're saying? I'm saying that you might get 80 frames on planet A. Right. And on planet B, you might get 30 frames depending on the things around you. Right. But you're going to actually get 30 frames. You're not going to dip down the 15 and up the 45. Right. At least in my experience. Right. Yeah. So interesting. In in the sense that they said the frame rate is smooth, the frame rate is smooth, but it the frame rate has been varying for me based on where I am. Yeah. So interesting. It's a steady 30. Right. Or a steady 80. And in some places I'm even getting over a hundred, but the frame rate is not always the same no matter where I am. But gotcha. while I'm there, it is pretty steady yeah i would i would call that smooth because it's not jittering back and forth yeah fair enough uh you play as a miner in the game you start out as a miner can you say rock and stone we're rich you cannot say (laughs) rock and stone in the game but you can say rock and stone while you're playing the game in your heart in your heart um next question ben (laughs) yes i know everything is instanced every single time you land it's re-instanced every single time you land it is so this is an example I saw online. Somebody landed on a planet, maybe not a hub area, and they saw a mountain in the distance. Let's say your invisible wall is right before that mountain, and you say, I want to go to that mountain. You then go back out into the planet, and you re-put your thing what seems to be closer to where that mountain is. It's now re-instanced, and that mountain is no longer there. I have not experienced that. Okay. See, because that, that's been very confusing to me, because I wondered how like named locations work because I'd imagine that they could not be re-instanced every single time. Now it's building off the same seed. Whatever the seed of that world is, sure. It's gonna give you some random version of that. Yeah. But what I was seeing online, and maybe someone in the Discord can confirm or deny, but I mean I can confirm or deny I'm playing the game. But I was hearing stuff that landing in planets, like for instance the mountain example, uh-huh. then you land to try and climb that mountain. And it's reseated you like it's not the same area. So when you go to a planet, you have areas you can land in very easily. Right. Where they're like landing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Everything around you stays the same. I've gone back to planets multiple, multiple times and everything around has stayed, stayed the same. If you just fly your ship in manually to somewhere that you have not been before, I suppose it might be doing that, but I haven't done that. Interesting. So in my experience, there's one planet in specific that I've been back to many times because I have like a a base there. Right. And there's one planet I've been back there like 10 or 12 times and not experienced that happening. Now, with that said, last night, (laughs) I was just like, I'm just going to see how far I can go here. 
because I saw some stuff out in the distance. I was like, I want to check out and see what that is. So I just took off and started going in one direction. And it was probably half an hour. And I was like, I, I've unlocked all sorts of stuff. I see all these things in the distance, whatever. And I was like, huh, I'm just going to, I guess I'm just going to keep walking. And I just kept walking. And I don't know about how much longer after that, because I stopped at a few other places. And I never got to any kind of invisible wall. Oh, really? And so then I turned back and it took me, and I just wanted to walk. I didn't, I could, because I easily could have just fast traveled any of the locations I'd been on that planet. Right. And I just walked a straight line back to my ship and it took me like 40, 45 minutes. That's pretty forgiving. So I know there's this invisible wall. I know it's there. But like I said last week, who the hell wants to just walk around the whole planet for hours? Somebody. Somebody does. Fair. But for me, I was like, I went further than the eye could see and didn't run into anything that stopped me. Yeah. And it was a like I found because, you, you know, you can go and scan and survey planets. I found every possible life form and every every fauna and every flora and every mineral and whatever. And I was like, what else is there for me to see here? Yeah. So I didn't have that complaint. And I didn't notice. I mean, I'm sure there is that procedural generation. Now, in fairness, maybe that's more on planets that like don't have anything there. Right. Um, but these were planets where they were like established. You know, there was like a, a, a base or like yeah. a minor colony or whatever. And just to be clear, I haven't looked up much about this game. And what I'm finding is there is very unreliable information about this game on the Internet. This game is very unreliable. The interesting thing about this game is that there is more bad faith discourse from people who love it and from people who hate it than I have seen in a very long time about any game. Yeah. I've seen people straight up lie. Dude, that's what I'm saying. To the positive and to the negative. That's why I'm asking you. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. That's why I'm excited to get my teeth into it. I don't, just to be transparent, I'm not really that excited. Yeah. I also haven't seen too, too much about it. Um, and once again, if it's one of those things that I didn't have other things to play, I'd probably be way more excited. But I, I don't know that this is a game that I would encourage somebody to drop something like Baldur's Gate to play. Um, as a matter of fact, I would I encourage you before the show started, don't drop it, finish that game and then play it. But I really like Bethesda games and I really like RPGs and I really like exploration and building and everything else. And I've got like over 20 hours so far. And I have not been disappointed. Yeah. Um, there have been a couple little things that I've been like, oh, that kind of sucks. Right. But for the most part, all of these things that people are complaining about, I'm like, that is especially like, you know, oh, there's a, there's a wall on planets that you hit. I haven't found it. Yeah. And one planet I landed on and then I realized there was a point that I could travel to on the exact opposite side of the planet. And I went over there and it was like a completely different biome. And I like walked around to the biome I was already in. And it was fine. So I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure there are problems. I, I'm not saying this is game of the year for me. I, I don't think it will be uh, because there are. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on, but I and I'm going to play it for, I'm sure, 100 or more hours. But I don't think it beats another, you know, Baldur's Gate experience for me so far. I haven't finished Baldur's Gate either, but I'm enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun. It's exactly what you would want it or what I would want it to be. Uh, I never thought it was going to be the second coming of Todd, but I guess some people, you know, were, were had higher expectations for it than that. I will say that it the the base building mechanics are not as uh, 
maybe I just haven't unlocked enough stuff, and I think that is part of it. But I was really hoping for more. And the shipbuilding mechanics, there's not quite as much. There's one thing that I don't like. Like, if you get a new ship, all of your storage just transfers automatically. I'm like, I was hoping to be able to store different things in different ships. But your storage just moves with you to whatever your most active ship is at the time. Uh, I did beat the shit out of some guy and just stole a ship, and that was pretty cool. If you got to. Yeah. But I'm having a good time. Yeah, I'm excited to check it out. I want to talk about it next week. Knowing how much you love Skyrim, I I, can't imagine you wouldn't at least like this game. Do you want to know what the thing about Bethesda games is? I have been an enjoyer at Bethesda games always. But have I loved most of them? Right. No. Yeah, I don't. I'm going to be honest with you. Fallout 4. Yeah. Took me forever to beat it. Yeah. Fallout 3. Did I ever beat Fallout 3? I don't think I did. Played the ever-living fuck out of Skyrim. Yeah. The outlier for the games from this studio for me has been Skyrim. Right. And no other game has been any hour-wise. Yeah. Has been anywhere close. So I don't want to say I love Bethesda. I love their their offshoot studios probably more than a lot their mainline stuff. Um, but... Yeah, we'll see, man. I'm excited to talk about it next week. Dave, you're going to be playing it before next week, maybe if you have time. Yeah, I'm going to play it tonight. Okay. Um, it's, He's it's like, hurry up and shut up so I can play the game. <laughs> Literally. I want to be in the character creator for an hour as soon as I get done doing this. I'm with you guys, though. Like, I, I will admit I have never finished a, uh, a Bethesda game, like a Fallout Skyrim. Uh, I think the most I've played is New Vegas in 76. And I really like the games. I get into them, but I just... I never finished them, so I'm going in with pretty low expectations. Not low, like I know this is going to be a quality game, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it appears to be the kind of thing to get lost in, which is I think what it's supposed to be. Final question, Ben. Yeah, does it just work? Um, for me, (laughs) okay, all right. For me, it just works. All right, right. I haven't had anything mess up on me yet. Good. Um, I I will say that the uh, the pickpocket mechanic, dude, I love, is a lot of fun. Is well the pickpocketing or the or the lock picking? I like the lock picking. I heard that was super cool. I'm excited to peep that. I, I saw I saw you doing a little bit, and yeah. I didn't quite understand what the fuck was going on. Yeah, it's pretty complicated at first, but it gets pretty easy Does after okay. that. Yeah, um, you just have to like think ahead. Okay, is the thing. No, the pickpocketing. Like you walk up. I mean, this is not that much different than the other game, but you you can walk up behind them and crouch, and then you you see what's in their pockets, and you get a percentage of stealing it. I just. Just the fact that, like, you level up your pickpocketing skill, like, again, in any other game. And you can, like, I have walked around and save scummed. Not really save scum, but just, like. You got to. I've just been hitting, like, quick save and then. Fucking up a whole town? No, just taking whatever's in their pocket and gotcha. hoping I don't get caught. And, like, most of the time I don't. So I'm just loaded with cash right now. <laughs> can I be a stealth archer? I don't know if you can be an archer, but you can definitely be stealth. God damn it. You probably can. I have. I just haven't <laughs> gravitated towards that. Gravitated. Sure. Yeah. Get it. Anti. Anti gravity. Okay. That's enough discussion <laughs> about Starfield for now. I'm really enjoying it. I hope uh, other people who have been playing it or who are going to play it by the time they hear this or whatever in the weeks to come will enjoy it. I don't think you should have your expectations as high as we've been led to believe that you should. Which, fortunately for me, I never have because I've watched and listened and seen very little about it. Uh, and I'm also, I guess, let's call ourselves realistic gamers, you know, sure. but I think it's a, it's a great game. It's fun. Yeah, it's absolutely. way better than 97% of other games out there. It's just not the best game ever made. Like some people would have you believe. Dude, if this game came out last year. Yeah. Different story. Cream everywhere. Different story. Don't forget about 
joining us over on Discord, handsomefandom.com slash Discord, or you can sign up to be a patron and help support the show financially for as little as a dollar a month over at patreon.com slash handsomefandom. We appreciate you in all those different places. We'll see you next week. The HP Podcast is made possible by our patrons over at patreon.com slash handsomefandom. The following patrons are at the $5 level or above. Toby Ryland, Edward Walton, Josh Cummings, Jared, Poot, Boots, Passive Pixels Edwin Castillo, Maurice Bays, Htrons, Nuke Dukem, Derek O, Rainick, Christian Snow, Grabalicious, Benji Bop, and Johnny Waffles.